the discussion portion for our topic that we discussed previously, which was sports person and foes. So this is um me, Professor B, returning, <laughs> returning once again. Yeah, and uh, she's here with Professor with you. Lot of Fox. <laughs> Fox a lot. Either way, it works. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. We'll see whichever one. Uh, but yeah, so that's me. We're both here. We are going to discuss a little more in depth and a little more personally about the topic of the week, which is sluts, nymphos, satires, hypersexuality. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah. This is more like our informal discussion about, mm-hmm. well, I mean, maybe the lecture was still fairly informal, yeah, but like, informal, but I mean, that's just uh, the vibe, whatever. Yeah. yeah. This is more of a stripped down, like. What do you think, sort of thing? Yeah. And as like as people start listening, we'd like to incorporate questions and that sort of thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah, so we're gonna start with what we think we are. Yeah. In all of this. And I thought I was, I don't know, because I'd asked myself this before. Yeah. I thought maybe I would lean more towards nymphomania mm. because it's something that preoccupies my mind a lot of the time. Oh yeah. But going into more of the history and learning more about it, I was mm-hmm. sort of like, I don't know, I think I'd probably identify myself more as, like, a slut. You can be hoe. both, right? Like You could be both, yeah. yeah I think but, so. Yeah, so, yeah, exactly. You can be both. Uh, so, but do you not include the nymphomania in what you... Not, no. Okay. Because, though I am, like, a very horny person, <laughs> I was, like, fairly unquenchable thirst. Yeah. I don't necessarily go through like extraordinary means to get sex mm-hmm. or like put myself in danger or other people in yeah. danger or whatever um for me it's like i can be horny but if i'm at that level of horniness where i need it like right now i may not seek it out from someone else i'll just like jerk off mm. and masturbate okay that makes sense. <laughs> if i need it right in that moment yeah. sort of thing i mean granted like i'm sure most nymphomaniacs don't have like as dramatic of a life as would be portrayed in like the in film nymphomaniac for example but I think, um, yeah, I don't know if it's that intense for me. Okay. Have you ever found yourself going into any dangerous situation with the knowledge that it might be dangerous, but you wanted to get off? Yeah. I mean, <laughs> as someone could perceive some things mm-hmm. that I've done as dangerous, yeah. like, for example, meeting Well, some... to yourself, though. I, I don't mean what the general public would think. Because everyone has their level of danger. Uh, right. Their level of fear. But... Well, I think, like, for me... I, I have a fairly good sense of reading people mm-hmm. and just, like, the vibes I'm getting from them. So there's been times okay. when I've gone to the club, you know, mm-hmm. with my girls or something and been, like, dancing with a guy. Yeah. And he's been like, oh, do you want to come back to my place or do you want to come with us to this party? Yeah. If I don't get a good vibe from them, I always say no. Okay. Well, um, and then, yeah, I don't want to put myself in danger exactly. by going with some random guys to a party because mm-hmm. that can lead to <laughs> horrible like things. That, yeah. that being said, I have done that. Mm-hmm. You know, because I trusted them, or I yeah. hoped at least that part well, that they felt, were decent. You felt safer at least with the decision. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah, and like I would try not to do it unless another one of my friends is coming with me. Mm-hmm. In recent times, I have just gone by myself. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't do that too often. That's mm-hmm. the thing. I think that I would that would define me as more of like a slut in the sense yeah, that I don't necessarily exactly. need to like know the person really well. I don't necessarily mm-hmm. need to be in a relationship with that person to engage in sex. Yeah, it's more. It just sort of spur of the moment sort of thing. Mm-hmm. So if it comes to me, then I'll take it. Yeah. I don't need those boundaries there necessarily. But I'm not actively like seeking it out like a nymphomaniac mm-hmm. might. Yeah. You know. That makes sense. I, I I agree with that. I feel like that makes 
from your description, I feel like that makes sense for what you classify yourself as. For me, I I think I have put myself in relatively dangerous situations with the hopes mm. of getting 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 off. Mm. And I'm I'm with you with the point that like if I do just really really need to get get my rocks off, but I I would just stay home watch porn and jerk off but i know in my younger years and this might also just be like youthful exuberance so i might be misdiagnosed myself i have not seen a therapist about it i have been to sex addicts anonymous so that is the only reason why i would say i might lean towards an infomania a bit because i it does occupy my thoughts a lot but then again there is that problem where people just say oh men think about sex all the time so right i'm never sure if it is normal yeah, that's something I've always liked because people always talk about like the male sex drive and mm. how intense it is. Yeah, I don't know if I'm not a guy. Yeah, I can't imagine that. I don't know. I don't know if that, like, was there ever a moment for you where you were like, "Why am I doing this?" kind of thing, like. Yes. So and and that that that's exactly why I say I might lean towards that because. Mm. But then again, my as I said, it might also just be useful exuberance of oh, I want to get laid because I. I was me and Lee. It's not. There have been times where, like, I'm having sex with a person and I know I don't really want to, mm-hmm. but it was offered and and I felt like I couldn't say no because mm-hmm. it was offered. And then afterwards, you feel shame or even while <laughs> while it's going, you, you feel, at least I felt I couldn't control mm-hmm. myself. But then it did get to a point where I, I noticed it, I was self-aware of it, and then I took action towards it. So I guess afterwards we could talk about what action a person can take if they do feel like you know, it's, they're losing control of their lives because of the sexual behavior. So with that said, I, I, I'm clearly a slut. <laughs> but then again, I, I think I, I am a hypersexual person. I have not been diagnosed. Um, I'm a little too scared to actually go to... <laughs> A therapist to seek diagnosis, um, but yeah. So I, the most I've done to curb it, as I said, was go to Sex Addicts Anonymous, which unfortunately just made me feel. How was that experience? Like, did you go often or just went once? No, I went for at least like two months. Mm-hmm. Oh, a month. I'll say a month. I, it wasn't that long because there was some I I missed some classes but i went for at least like four sessions mm. it was very interesting i was on <laughs> this might be fucked up to say but obviously because i'm a sex addict i guess i kind of hoped that would, i'd meet other female sex addicts in the class <laughs> but i was like <laughs> no i didn't so i didn't go for that reason yeah but at the back of my mind i did wonder like okay if there are all the chicks there that sex addicts like mm. that would be that would, that would it wouldn't be ideal because like they're obviously trying to get um recovery yeah. so being also that i am like a really empathetic person i would feel too i might most likely would feel too bad to actually do anything because mm-hmm. if i know i'm like fucking up their progress i most likely would not do anything but i was interested in maybe hearing their stories and stuff like that or maybe even hooking up with one or two of them mm-hmm. but luckily enough and i was actually kind of relieved when I got there and it was like, okay, this is the male only one. Oh, just so, here. Yeah. They probably do that on purpose. <laughs> yeah, and I'm pretty sure they do because it would not make sense for 
before <laughs> that. Yeah. So, anyways, it was a male only one, and it was it was Christian based. Um, they didn't pray, but it was more like higher. It was basically it was the same tenets as AA. There's mm. a book that comes with it. There's a collection plate. They have some events. But basically, it's uh you're supposed to submit to higher power. You say the serenity prayer at the end of the meeting, mm, like um, whatever higher power you yeah whatever higher power you choose. Mm. Um, a lot of the people there were in AA as well, mm. um, which is something that I as I was doing research on this, I noticed that also another reason why people end up being hypersexual, uh, at least diagnosed as hypersexual, is alcohol and drug abuse. Mm. It leads to them acting in hypersexual behaviors right and uh so yeah a lot of them were in that um most of them were older men um 40s and up at the time i just finished university i think i was 23 Mm. 22 23 i just finished university there was one there were two other boy two other men who were in their 20s and just finished university as well my main problem was I think it might be more like a character flaw of mine, but within me, there is a rebellious spirit or I don't know, a rebellious being or something. I don't know. But I feel as I was there, it made me just want to act out a little more because, mm-hmm. I don't know, one, I didn't feel I was as fucked up as them yet like mm-hmm. a lot of them had actually like screwed up their lives mm-hmm. and the younger guys weren't as bad, but like one of them was like a major compulsive masturbator Mm. so he like he was talking about how because sometimes they'd go into okay what were your triggers this week and how did you solve it or if you didn't solve it like um you know confess or you don't have to say any stories i don't think i ever fully gave any stories but you basically go there to sort of relieve yourself and get counseling on how to improve better next time uh this guy was a public who he was like a compulsive master so he was saying how like he'd be in school and mm. like a girl maybe in a low-cut top and he can't help himself he has to like run to the bathroom and like jerk off yeah yeah so hearing stories like that one it made me feel like i was okay because <laughs> mm. I, I hadn't reached that point yet i i think the main reason i got i went there was more out of fear of reaching that because I think at the time I'd, I'd been, I'd actually been celibate for, it was around the time I'd, I hadn't really had sex. I'd, maybe not celibate because I was jerking off, but I hadn't mm. had sex for like a year and a half. But I, I, I noticed I was starting to like masturbate and watch a lot more porn. And I feared that that would, that would somehow affect my work or, mm. so basically it went there for preventive cases. It was an interesting experience. I, I would recommend it if you really do feel like you have a major problem. I didn't feel like I had that much of a problem, so that's why I stopped. Yeah. At least compared to the others, I felt like my issues weren't that intense. <laughs> it felt like I might be... No, my issues were tiny in comparison to them, right. so it didn't feel... It didn't make sense really for me to be there. I stopped, but I, I, I did keep on... I did hold on to the serenity prayer. It's, I think it's just a good thing to have. It's like a good mantra basically mm. of uh learning to accept what you can't control um that's basically the i can't remember the exact thing but it's uh learning to accept what you can't control and controlling what what you can and basically giving it all to a higher power so yeah um that was really helpful 
and also just knowing that there are other people out there like me that uh, yeah i'm not alone that like at least i'm not the only one that thinks maybe something's wrong with my behavior yeah so yeah basically that was that after that i i'm pretty sure i one or two times i may have done things that i was like oh it's a bit much but i always have been self-aware and i'm like able to stop myself when i need to yeah i think i i think i do have it at least under control right for the most part i mean yeah it can kind of be a a problem as like proud of i as i am about being so sexually open and Mm. free and not feeling guilt for the most time Mm. when i have sex like weirdly enough i'll have more guilt about masturbating and having sex Same here. most times but there have been a couple times where i have felt shame for it mm-hmm. and that i think largely stemmed from other people's perceptions of me okay. like friends mm-hmm. and stuff friends that typically only have sex with someone if they're in a relationship with them yeah. or if they're like dating them or whatever do you mind if um, i ask what what led to what what part of it made you feel shame i guess i guess like i mean some friends reactions will be like depends on the friends some of the friends will be like oh, if i say something like oh like i went home with a really hot guy from the club mm-hmm. or something someone will be like oh good for you like right on sort of yeah. thing high five other friends will just sort of be like oh my god and roll their eyes because it's oh, something that i've done before mm-hmm. and that they wouldn't do mm-hmm. i guess which is kind of fucked up because those friends will also talk about how they're feminists and all these yeah. things and i just think for them maybe sex means something else yeah to them that is for me mm-hmm. i honestly think most people have this is like maybe my hot take but like i honestly think most people have the capabilities to be like slutty and promiscuous yeah it's just a lot of people they've only ever known sex within the context of a relationship mm-hmm or some people too have like literally been in a relationship for like five or six years as long as I've known them or whatever and like they've never been with anyone else. So I think a lot of people feel like if they aren't in a relationship or at least seeing that person on a fairly serious level then mm-hmm. anything other than that is like you're putting yourself at risk or yeah. whatever or you're devaluing yourself or that's somewhat rare. Like I have most of my friends are pretty free thinking, but there are like, I can definitely think of a handful that they react that way. And so like when that has, when I have been sort of the target of that reaction, it has kind of caused me to think like, am I too much? Like, am I doing this? Like what I did bad, Mm. like maybe I should have respected myself more or like all these things. Mm -hmm. I don't know. So you only feel that shame after you mention it to people then I guess rather than, yeah, mostly. On your own. You, and I think you're, you're right in your take that almost anyone can get to the point where they feel more free in it. It's just most people grow up with the idea that, okay, it has to be you and one person forever or it has to be you and your partner. And mm. to be honest, that's okay if you feel that way. Like, yeah. There's nothing wrong with that. Yeah. But yeah, I, don't, I feel like it shouldn't be... It's not mandatory. You shouldn't judge anyone for how they choose to see sex. Because most of the people who do see it that way, it's like, for them, sex is love or love is sex. It's like, they're not able to separate the love-lust part. They they use sex as like a value stick. Yeah. So it's those type of people who say, oh, you're not valuing yourself if you just have sex here and there. It's like, 
that first of all that's completely wrong because at least in my in my opinion and in any logical thought because if you are choosing to do it you're doing something you enjoy yeah it is you're taking value in your own action and you're taking value in yourself when you're doing what you enjoy to give your own self-pleasure yeah like it is your activity that you like you choose to indulge in it's not forced on you it would be devaluing yourself if you're forced into it if you're doing it only to please rather than for your own self yeah so then again that's another thing a lot of those people it's their c-sex i was like oh it's for the man rather than for themselves because almost those people almost never say a man is devaluing himself for having sex with yeah two women yeah usually the woman who is devaluing herself Right. And that is... And often, like, men will perpetuate that idea as yeah, well. Yeah, like, exactly. A lot of guys will feel like... It's so stupid thing where, like, they'll go out to get laid mm-hmm. to find someone that will have sex with them. Yeah. But then if they're not as progressive, they might judge that person for having sex for with having them sex so them. quickly exactly. by calling them, oh, she's a hoe. Like, yeah. I could never, like, actually, actually ask her out on a date or whatever, you know. Because like, she had sex with it. Yeah. And, yeah, that, it's such backwards thinking, but it's... <laughs> It's like you it's wanted that, like exactly. <laughs> but it's more of a thing where, yeah, it's really weird because that it's something that I've never fully understood logically. Like I understand where they're coming from because it's more, I don't know, it's like a puritanical thing. Yeah, it's like oh, the wife is because they they have roles for people, right? The yeah. wife is the one who cooks and cleans and is a motherly thing, and that does not include sex. That is like this holy creature mm-hmm. who is not sexual. But then the one who is sexual is just a fun person. So that is not wifey. Like the sexual person cannot do the wife things. Because it goes to the same thing of when people see, for example, Kim Kardashian or Kylie wear like tight fitting outfits or like they even pose nude or something. It's like, oh, you're a mother. Yeah. And it's like, it's <laughs> the dumbest response to that because. First of all, to become, to become a mother, you have to have sex. Yeah. But it's seen as, okay, this person is just a receptacle for the man's child. Then when he feels this urge to have sex, it's, oh, he goes out to... Because then again, those same people would are okay with, like, a man going to his side chick or whatever to mm-hmm. actually do the sex he wants to do and then go to the wife to make the babies. Like, yeah. it's just... It's pretty foolish, I see it as like, first of all, sex does not have to equal love. Sex can be used for pleasure. Sex can be pleasure with the person you love. Sex can mm. be for baby making. Sex can be whatever you want it to be. It can also be transactional if you are okay with that. Not everyone's yeah. okay with that. Like I personally, I've tried it. I don't like transactional sex. It's not my yeah. thing. But some people are okay with just uh, sex for certain things. So there's that, but. My point is just that, uh, so in this unprogressive way, the man is looking at it in a way that sex with wife, this holy person who doesn't really want sex, is for baby making. She's only having sex because she wants children and she wants to mother and nurture. Mm. But this other person who craves sex, she's not truly a mother. She's the one that brings lust and Mm -hmm. is not for for marriage right they separate lust and love 
yeah. in a way that they cannot be for the same person. And uh, so that that is wrong in one way because all these things can't be encapsulated in one person. And you can also separate them as well. Like there are people who are just like for lust, like you may not want to marry them because, not because they're lustful, but mm. because ideally it should be because you don't relate with them on more than the last bit or yeah. certain other principles that you would like to have in a wife or whatever or a husband um but yeah then there's also the case of the women in this unprogressive mind frame is like oh i supposed to just be the good girl for the husband and only sexual with my husband uh because that is how he values me that's how he holds me mm-hmm. on this pedestal but then they don't see the sex they see the sex as for him mm-hmm. because it is when he wants it she understands that she's not supposed to be a sexual person mm-hmm. because she's supposed to just be the mother and the homemaker or whatever and honestly people who think like that if they can be together and they're okay with things being that way then please be together like that's great because that means both of you have the same principles you have the same thought process and you're going to be happy but all we ask is you don't judge people who have the other mind frame of oh you can have sex for casual reasons have sex for pleasure yeah you can choose to be married and have sex you can choose to just be single and have sex you can choose to have multiple partners uh without being committed you can you can choose whatever you want you can choose open marriages you can choose closed marriages you can choose to be a swinger you can choose whatever you want because yeah humans have their own because different people have their own way of fulfilling their sexual needs and it is okay to want different ways of sexual desire exactly that makes sense and like i think like going back to the shame piece like i think if you're actively like having sex with people and like feeling like trash after mm-hmm. it then maybe it's not it's for you maybe exactly. casual sex isn't for you maybe yeah. you can't you so, can't go and like have multiple partners you need the one, person, one person that you're committed yeah. to whatever that's that's cool that's totally fine. and like i think you shouldn't be doing anything that makes you feel bad mm-hmm. you should be doing things that make you feel good and empowered yeah. and like for exactly. me especially why i personally take pride in like my sexuality is that like coming from like you know a very strict religious background or upbringing where sex was seen as something that is for marriage Mm. and you should save yourself for marriage to you so you can experience this like beautiful moment with your husband Mm. or your wife or whatever together that will eventually lead to kids once you're married and i think that was always very restrictive for me and i think that's maybe why i always knew that i was sort of a son at heart (laughs) because it felt restricted for me for me it didn't feel romantic or something that was like appealing or nice it was more like this sucks not really what Mm. i want to do um and to kind of finally be able to be in a place in my life where i'm comfortable enough to break free from that mold and and not have that influence me anymore and how i go about doing things to just purely do what i want to do is my own way of respecting my body just as people who might want to wait for marriage are respecting their body Mm. because that's really what they feel you know, it's best, it's for, best for them yeah. you know and i think me being able to have the agency to be like i will sleep with this person no i don't want to sleep with this person way. is so empowering and that's yeah. why I, I take pride in myself in this yeah. <laughs> that, that, that's, that makes 
complete sense because you are choosing. That is, that is the whole point of empowerment is you have the choice to do whatever you choose. Yeah. Like you should also be empowered if you want to have sex with only one person for the rest yeah. of your life and you choose to do that. Yeah. It's the problem is when you're told to do something because you are some immutable character and then you stay with that and while still feeling like oh maybe you have these urges to do something else but you're like no i have to be a good girl or a good Mm. boy or a good whatever so you can stay in the good graces of someone else rather than yourself Mm -hmm. but if within yourself you find that you're comfortable with having sex with only one person that you're sure about that you're fully in with that you know okay this person only have sex with you you only have sex with them like that is what you want and that is what you choose to do the key here is like you choose yeah even like even for me the cases where i did feel shame it's mostly because of it wasn't because i was having sex it's because of the people i was having sex with mm. like it it was never that oh i shouldn't be having sex right i always felt great after sex like I literally never felt guilt after sex. Mm. It's only, like, as you said earlier, it's literally maybe after masturbating. Yeah. I'm like, ah, I should have. Well, I was also raised Christian, so there was a time where it was like, oh, I just sit and do whatever. But, yeah. but now it's mostly like I was not productive for this hour. Yeah. <laughs> like, I should have spent that time instead of watching porn, I should have spent that like writing or reading or yeah. working on whatever project I'm on. And it's, I think that's where you know, our mindset should be. It should be more, uh, if, yeah, just try and stay away from what it makes you feel mm-hmm. shame. If, and it, as you said, if you are feeling shame from just having sex, maybe stay away from it. Yeah. Try and find someone who makes you feel comfortable in yourself and who understands what you want with sex. And, and it's also possible that you don't want sex. There are asexuals out there. Yeah. There are people who are not sexual beings and that's totally fine yeah you can also just want to be like you can literally just be okay with who you are yeah literally all are all the goal is yeah for for this and for for people just remember that it's okay to be who you are you don't have to listen to us you don't have to listen to anyone just do what feels right do what feels right to you you know like what makes you feel at peace a good note to end on. <laughs> yeah, I think so. Alright, thanks for listening. Uh, hopefully, as we get more listeners, we get questions and we can answer. Um, yeah. Because, you know, right now I'm just rambling like some fucking uh, narcissist. All we can do is talk about ourselves at this yeah, point, exactly, so we right, need so. people to exactly. help us. Yeah. <laughs> as much as we enjoy fucking, you know, we don't need to have to go find people to fuck all the time. So yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Good talk, bro. Good talk.